This episode of Dying Alone Together is brought to you exclusively by Satisfyer. box mm-hmm. my my I've got it. yeah my, my cabinet my my shoe box <laughs> and uh i forget that condoms expire and i was like these are all expired condoms i need to throw all of these out that's probably you i bet that's like a relatable moment i think there's probably a couple guys out there finding old boxes of condoms and stuff yeah all all of you other old heads like me who who still have condoms when you bought them in you know four years ago uh yeah uh, welcome back, uh, Dying Alone Together. Um, want to talk about the brave world of of prep, um, condoms, uh, sort of um, STI prevention, uh, and how that works into our lives. So I, I was talking to someone recently about when when not to say that it's over because it's not, but when COVID was really at its height and like how people were, you know, people who would, you know, have a pod of people or would, would get tested and meet up. I just remember during that time, it feeling very much like about like, it was almost, it felt like pre prep days. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, have you been tested? Have you been tested recently? This and that of when you were just hyper vigilant about HIV because you didn't have a preventative measure. Um, Anyway, so it just made me want to sort of talk about how we, how we engage with that in our in our dating lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, may I ask if are you do you take prep? Are you in prep? I am. Yeah. I. I mean, this is also kind of in the current and in the moment. My insurance. I just switched insurance, and yeah. with all like, I know there's like a bunch of like business strategy of oh, if we don't allow this insurance, then they'll have to pick. Like whenever things become generic and stuff, whenever patents expire, like yep. the insurance companies are playing a game with that to figure out how they make the right buck and yep. stuff and have the right partner as far as like pharmaceutical companies go. And um, I've I was on Truvada uh, early on, and then I switched over to Discovy whenever that came out. Same. And now my insurance uh, is asking me to go back to Truvada. Apparently, that's happening a lot. That's um, so weird. Um, my doctor because I switched insurances as well. And when I got my new prescription for Descovy, she said to me, you know, if they give you, if they give you problems, cause she's been hearing it's been happening. She was like, if they give you problems with your insurance, let me know. I'll switch it to Truvada. I was like, why? She was like, oh, some of the insurance companies are yeah. denying Descovy now. And once you go on Truvada, I think it's, it's a cost thing. Exactly. It's such a game. And the difference I for us is that uh, Descovy is not as hard on the liver, apparently. Right. Right. Which, you know, that's causation enough. If they have that discovered, why not take the better option? But they're saying, like they said, you need to have had an adverse reaction to Travada in order for them to cover Discovy. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I I went on Discovy or I went Travada. Same journey, mm-hmm. Travada first, and then Discovy. And mm-hmm. for the first time, I started it for the first time right after my last breakup. Mm-hmm. I had never been on it before because I was in a relationship for five years, and I think when when I started dating him, it was still extremely new. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so. With and if any of these are out of bounds, just say out of bounds. But like with your, um, did you since you take and for those of you who don't, if there's anybody out there who doesn't know, and yeah. that's not judgment, but if you don't know, like um, maybe 
we have some non-gay men listeners who who you know this is really the, the main audience for prep is gay men um uh it is a pill you take once a day and it is extremely effective in preventing an hiv infection um i think i don't want to represent but i'm i'm i think it's like high 90s if not 99.999 yeah. like it's 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 that good at preventing an hiv infection from happening if you take it as directed which is one pill a day uh and um of course, we now know that for those who are infected with HIV, if they are undetectable, if they keep their viral load at undetectable, they, regardless of PrEP, mm-hmm. cannot Untransmittable. Exactly. Un- uh, yeah. Um, so, so the combination of uh, people who have HIV uh, being diligent about, you know, their viral load and, and being on their meds and mm-hmm. then, you know, you being on PrEP, like, yeah, it's all. So that being said. Yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are. Do you use condoms? So, uh, because, you know, obviously sex is a two-way street. It's I'm not a, a no to condoms, but I'm also not a required condom person. Same. Yeah. And, and I was not always that way. Yeah. It, I mean, I, you know, it's still so new for the entire population. Um, and my sexual career didn't, I didn't have a very large window before it became right. normal to kind of not use a condom because everyone's on prep or taking out the precautions and getting tested and making sure to, you know, keep everything in check. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I had this conversation with someone recently about how it's, it's, I'm in my twenties and it's kind of like, imagine if, if everybody had this from their twenties and stuff, right? It's, it's really humbling and I'm going to get sappy about sex, but I remember early days, especially looking at the pill and taking it in the morning with breakfast. I, it's like emotional. It's, I don't know, because there's a mm. lot to reflect on as far as like how far we've come and mm. the mm. the privilege that I have with with how far and advanced medicine has come. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm super grateful for it. And that's kind of part of my, I think, decision making into not using a condom or being sexually liberated is because I've got this privilege yeah. and I can get joy out of it. And I don't know, it feels like it's, it's partly, it almost feels, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a complex relationship because I almost feel like, oh, I'm so privileged and I feel guilty almost. But then it's also like, no, I want to honor the the opportunity that I have that other people couldn't. That's an interesting perspective. So, so what do you say to the person that I occasionally come across while dating or hooking up that goes, oh, people these days, they're not even wearing condoms anymore. Um, you know, I, I can't say that I've had that exact conversation with someone. Um, I've had that conversation so many times. <laughs> um, if, if I were to be in that conversation, I would, because I'm such a social anarchist and I know everyone's coming with different information and from different angles, I'd probably just want to listen for a bit and be like, oh, so where does that come from? Why are you kind of adverse to that? And everyone has their reason for everything. Right. And so yeah. So naturally, the, the, the response is going to be, and the people who feel differently than us are going to say, like... There are more STIs in the world right. than HIV. And also they're getting harder to treat. Like there's the super gonorrhea out there and stuff mm-hmm. that like looms and sounds like a, it's like a horror movie sort of vibe. Right. Uh, totally true. Totally um, relevant and real. And everyone has to assess the risks every time they step out their door. So and that's how I feel. Here's how I come down on it. Yeah. If you, if I'm with someone and they would like to use condom, we use a condom. Yeah. Like that's Easy. Not, that it's also, done. yeah, it's still not a difficult thing to do. It's no. not, you know, if you, but I, I am not someone who is asking for it. And the reason for me is mm-hmm. because I am on prep 
mm-hmm. and I am not concerned with contracting HIV. Right. All of the other STIs that I would be concerned about, mm-hmm. um, unless you are using a condom during oral as well. <laughs> right, right. So you're still You're there. exposed to it. Exactly. So it's just a matter of where is it? Exactly. You're still getting it. Yeah. So chlamydia, gonorrhea, yeah. you can have it in the throat. There's Condoms don't really protect against herpes. No. Um it, I, I am. I have the uh, the. I'm vaccinated for HPV. Yep. Um, no, if I am actually, I should be looking. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like when you go through syphilis is mm-hmm. through. You know, it, it's not an internal. You can do it through touch. Like right. It's like a- yeah. So it's like what am what am I actually? I am. I am by using a condom. I am preventing the infection from being in a particular place. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing that we're lucky for, you and I know, um, is that we have access to healthcare and can get Correct. tested whenever we need of to. Of course. And get it treated and taken care of anytime that someone does get an infection. Um, and it happens. That's the other thing. We're gay men in New York City. And I feel like the stigma to getting an STI is is totally different than it was years ago, I think, too. I mean, just from the fact that we're saying STI now, not yeah, STD. true. Very true. Uh, the, the fact that we feel... I, I, this is a hill I will die on. Mm-hmm. We should not feel any differently about the flu yeah, than we do chlamydia or gonorrhea. Yeah. If anything, I get more pissed off about getting a flu than I would about gonorrhea because I, at least I earned it. <laughs> right. Because I, I always wanted to kind of turn this into a stand-up bit. It's, like, it's not <laughs> like you would be like, like, you have the flu. Right. You were on a subway, weren't you? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, like it's because we're just. It's the reason we feel differently about them is yeah. because we're judging the way in which you got it, right? Because we're saying there was something wrong with the way that you got it, because we're saying that there was something wrong with, with having sex. sex. Exactly. It's just prude brain. It's just like yep. the conditioning you have to fear the thing that. We're and all I doing. say that as someone who used to think that oh, way and have that. I'm agreed, not agreed, agreed, reaching agreed. from a place of, of perfection. I no, definitely yeah. thought that way. I was, you know, I think I've talked about it a little bit, but purity culture was something that I was deep, yeah, deep, yeah, deep, yeah. deep, 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 deep in. So my biggest freak out moment, and I'm still kind of justified in this freak out, mm-hmm. is uh, my most recent ex-boyfriend. Uh, when we first met, he, like, we, we met, and then we planned a date, and we had a date, and then I think it was our second date, the sexual chemistry was very high and it was like very clear we were going to have sex very soon. And we had gone back to his apartment and we had been making out and things were going there. And he stopped and said, um, you know, he was like, I take it. We're about to have sex. Like, yes, we are. <laughs> He's like, um, so I just want you. And this is like, now this is like six, seven years ago. Okay. So this is very, er- this was not like you just now in our, in the circles that we're in, you pretty much assume that everyone's on prep. You should still ask. You should still talk about it. That's true. But, um, it's kind of an assumption yeah. where it was not, it was very much not then. So he like made the point to say, I am on prep. I mean, I'll use a condom if you want me to, but, and he had this whole thing with like, uh, which I later learned was a practice speech of like, but I just, oh. you know, I really want to feel you. And like, oh, I really, what? you know, that he was... did that whole fucking thing. And I was just so enamored with him and like, whatever. And it was like, he was like, I've, I've been recently tested and yada, yada. So I know everything's okay. And I would just really like to, you know, have, you know, a more natural experience or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, oh, you've been recently tested and I trusted him and mm-hmm. I really wanted it. And it was like, sure. So we did. Mm-hmm. And it was all fine. And then the next morning, 
he like gets up and makes me like, I stayed over and he gets up and makes me coffee. We had a great time. Yeah. Great. He makes me coffee and he comes over and he goes, oh, I don't know. I, I feel really bad. I was like, mm, but what? Like I'm worried like about what? And he was like, I just, you know, I mean, there's something I didn't, I, I didn't tell you. I mean, I, I do have herpes. So, um, I just, oh, I just, I don't know. I just, it didn't, I didn't like think about it. Like mm. blah, blah, blah. No, this was like, you knew if you said that, I might not want to have sex without a condom. So I was going to say, there was a lot of performance going on before. Oh, yeah. I, I like, mean, this whole thing was a fucking performance because like, like, he does this with fucking everybody. Oh, God. But, um, um, and then the whole thing, so I was under, and he never said this, but I was under the impression of like, oh, well, I don't want to use it. Like, we're just really connecting and I want to. No, he was like, oh, I've never used a condom. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it's like, and at that time, like today, I'm pretty much at that point of view, but at that time, that freaked me the fuck out. Right. And I just sort of had this like, like, that's not like you, he, he, and he turned it, he, he got really upset with me for being upset. And he was like, well, you're sex shaming me and you're, you're shaming me for, for having herpes. And it's like, I'm, I'm not. Right. Your body is also involved. It's just that uh, these are, this is information that I have to make judgment calls with. And you need to tell me the information. It involves your body. Maybe I'll behave shittily and maybe I'll be a jerk about it, but that's my choice to to be and yeah. to make yeah it's not that you get to hide pertinent information from me so i behave the way you want yeah and could you tell that in the moment did you know that that's what no, he was doing oh no, okay i was gonna say this no. is still early it dating. just felt wrong like well, i just remember feeling so and i remember him making me feel like i was crazy <sighs> like like why like he like and, and that i was i was being so terrible to him and, and yeah. he was so hurt by my reaction and I look back at it now, and I'm just like, oh, well, this okay. is just what you do. Yeah. But um, in the t- at the time, I just I felt very confused. I felt very gaslit. I felt Rich. very confused. Yeah. About you know second guessing why I felt so angry about the whole thing. Interesting. And um, you know, and I've had friends who have contracted herpes, and like it's been like a real like they've really like struggled with it yeah. and like worried about like you know well if I tell somebody like well they want to date me and this and that and as we know, herpes is something that is like. When I was growing up, it was like talked about as if it's like the worst thing in the world and it plagues your entire existence. And if you get it, that's like, you know, one third of all of us have it. Yeah. I fortunately didn't get it and currently don't have it. But even if I did, like you take medicine and it's fine. Yeah. And like you manage it and it's not a reason to not date someone. No. It's not a reason to, to, to not sleep with someone as long as like you're talking with them and... I'd rather sleep with the person who is upfront about it and says, hi, yeah, I deal with this. It sucks. I take medicine for it. And, you know, I'm not suffering from it right now, but you should yeah. know. Because that person I trust is like, oh, well, they're on it. Exactly. So, like, they're taking my health into account. They're taking their health into account. That person is actually, for me, a better candidate to sleep with than someone who, like, doesn't talk about it at all and doesn't want to talk oh, about sure. it and hides it and, you know. Yeah. And what you you mentioned it earlier that I was going to jump on. Yeah. That, sorry. like, it was the... Uh, that it was the worst, scariest thing ever to people, like yeah. in in comedies and in movies and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, like it's it's the butt of so many jokes. They're like, oh, you know, oh, I stick around like herpes. That like you know, like it's it's still. I think that to this day, like you know, a lot of really great movies that I love. It's like a joke that uh, is dated now, probably because yeah. it's not very um, considerate. <laughs> yeah. But um, making herpes jokes and stuff or whatever, it's it's still kind of a thing. And yeah, I don't know. It, it is stigma. It's just kind of chalked up to like a social fear. And I, th- I, 
Yeah. I agree. It's just kind of like it's it's, it's because it's it all comes to, all of these. It yeah. comes down to you got it because mm-hmm. you had sex, you dirty whore. Right. That's where it all comes from. And That's now you feel you're certain tainted. ways about it. Right. Right. And what do you, do you do you think that way about like my mother had cold sores? Right. Cold sores. It's the same, same virus. Thing. It's just in a different place. Like do you, do you, do you, do you feel that way about those people right. who have and cold I mean, sores? Like, you, no. Also, you get you just cold don't sores. kiss them when you have them. Right. You you get you can like. People of all ages contract herpes from like sharing spoons or like yeah. sharing like water glasses and stuff. Like that's it's not, you know, it's not I, a damnable thing. I don't know about that. Do you? Do you, do, do I? Do no no don't. Do you contract? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> JJ. Yeah, no, it's saliva. <laughs> Answer for me now. Oh yeah, no, I I have not heard of the the sharing a glass or sharing. Yeah. Silverware well, I mean, like you know, I think it's like it <gasps> lives in your about the moil? saliva. I don't know what? if it's an urban legend or not. Talk about it. It was in the news a few, like a while ago. That was basically a moil. What the hell is a moil? Um, performs the uh, the bris. Oh, okay. Had it and was giving it to like kids. Oh, by hands? No, because they do it with their mouth. Yeah, I didn't know what a moil was until just now. Yeah, there's a. We we should actually we we need a Jewish person on we, Jewish stuff comes up a lot. Yeah. I feel like we need the Jewish person on the show. I to know. Like, Sorry. To, in, to, to, to educate. educate us, but. <laughs> The person who told me this was a Jewish person, so I'm trusting, I'm trusting him. Yeah, I'm a, uh, his, but um, I, I guess did in certain like super orthodox ceremonies, like you, they put their mouth on it. Oh, I am to either, like, um, stop the bleeding or something. Oh, I wow, it's yeah, that's news to me. So I'm taking that in. And, and, and there was this like apparently it was in the paper. I heard these outbreak of, of children, outbreak little babies because of. Wow. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, and I, I also have heard stories of like, oh, I've heard, I remember people saying, "Don't kiss strangers," ba-, or like you that know, might be an urban legend. This isn't. I need to go actually research it. This so. isn't. This is history of herpes, I guess, but not to like also further demonize it. But mm-hmm. I, it's worse for babies. I remember hearing like, "Don't let like you know aunts and uncles kiss the baby on the face or whatever," because babies can get herpes and then get meningitis. Oh, but that is you know different yeah. than adults having sex. But anyway, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah. to circle back uh, from that tangent, you know, yeah. we we do not promise that this this uh, podcast will have any <laughs> will have any <laughs> sense to it. Um, <laughs> we were going to veer off in multiple directions, but yeah. yeah, it's it's when it all comes down to it, if we eliminate the stigma behind it because yeah. we understand that the stigma behind all of this stuff is the underlying shame about sex. Mm-hmm. And once we negate that and we can talk about it openly and if you do contract something and you tell your sexual partners, you should feel free telling them. Yeah. You have an obligation to tell them. The people who are receiving it, you have an obligation to be cool about it and yeah. thankful that the person gave you a heads up so you can go get tested yourself. Mm-hmm. We all just need to chill the fuck out. I and think so. Treat it as if someone had strep or yeah. anything anything else it, it's the same right i think so too survivable and easy breezy and if someone wants you to wear a condom wear a condom yeah and if you don't want to wear a condom don't wear a condom do what you make sure everyone's regardless just make sure everyone is involved is on the same page. exactly just be a good person great all right. Well, I think good people probably want to break right now from <laughs> us rambling about herpes. Uh, and just like herpes, we'll be back. <laughs> JJ, have you ever had a sexual encounter with someone who is not physically in the room with you? I mean, is it the 21st century? 
I, I think it's the 21st century, yeah. though I'm always kind of confused with that about like, okay, it's 2021. Yes, it is the 21st century. Exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. it's 21st century. Yes, so of course there are plenty of devices that allow you to give and receive pleasure, mm-hmm. um, sexual wellness devices, in fact, that uh, you can share with a partner uh, even when you're away from each other. What? No way. Is that something you would like to procure for yourself in order to enhance your sexual encounters? I think everyone could gain something from that. Yes. And do you know anybody who sells sexual wellness products that uh, that connect to an app that allow for such adventures? You know what? Now that you mention it, Satisfier can Satisfier. connect you today. Satisfier, who is the exclusive sponsor of this podcast, who we love. Yes. You need to go to their website, www.satisfier.com, S-A-T-I-S-F. Y E R dot com is where you will find all sorts of app enabled products that you can connect through the secure Bluetooth technology, strong bond, strong bond, strong bond. Yes, I, I, I enjoy strong bonds, deep vibes and uh, good times. <laughs> and you can have all of those with these satisfied products uh, by going to satisfier dot com. And I think there is a discount code. Uh, for listeners, do you know what that is, JJ? Could it possibly be DAT30? DAT, dying alone together, DAT30 at checkout for 30% off. There it is. That isn't too shy. 30% off is a good discount. I mean, you're welcome, guys. Yes. And so, ladies, and anyone else? All. Uh, uh, guys, gals, nems, and everything on the spectrum. Ken get a satisfier wellness product that that's they will right. enjoy. That's right. If you're looking for sexual wellness, you know exactly where to go. That's satisfierwithay.com. So we haven't actually swiped in a couple episodes because the first one, like two episodes ago, we were swiping and like we like found an interesting conversation and just pivoted. Right. And then we took a we took the seduction test. So yeah. it's been it's been a few weeks. So we're where do we want to find out where I am? Let's see. Let's dust off um, Tinder. Okay, let's see if it loads again. Tinder's oh, right. Super fucking buggy. User friendliness or yeah. not friendliness. That was that. So we discovered that, um, I think we've mentioned him before. Uh, there was a, a certain gentleman from um, um, JJ's past and kind of present. Oh, whom, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I ended up matching with on the apps and we talked for a little bit before I realized who it was and the conversation naturally faded so it never turned into anything sure but that's but, um, isn't that a thing like kind of a you know I don't know friends and lovers and exes and everyone being kind of in the same network sometimes and how that can be awkward but also fine well so let me tell you how if if the conversation would have continued yeah I would have realized who he was mm-hmm. and I was in any way like actually like seriously interested yeah my policy is I would have talked to you immediately. Oh, that's good. That's good. And 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 honestly, unless I felt, but that would that's only if I felt super. If I felt strong about it, I'm like, oh, right. we're really buzzing. We have a real connection. Yeah. Honestly, if we were just talking, and then I oh, I hit the mic. If we're just talking, and then I realized it, and I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. I would have just faded out. Sure. That's sort of my policy. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. I think I think I would do the same thing. I don't know. If it's it's just not worth it. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like sometimes that stuff happens and then I bring it up. I'm this is hypothetical. I don't know if I have a, a, this specific story, but I feel like sometimes people are like, okay. You know what I mean? Like there's no contract or obligation really to kind of do that stuff. Like in my head, I'd no. play the scenario out before I have that conversation sometimes. And um it could go either way, but I, I think it's warranted and appreciated, especially whenever whenever it is warranted, it's super appreciated. Anyway, that's the whole thing. Yeah. No, I, I, I there's certainly no obligation, but it's terms of like, 
is it, you just have to weigh is is right. potentially making things weird yeah. with a friend and a collaborator. Um, is that worth the pursuit of this? Right. Sometimes yes. Yeah, totally. But if it's not, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's not fucking worth it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, so we are finally loaded in Tinder. Um, we've got a dude here who, I mean, he's Woof. very attractive, but it's more bottom is his first line, and Uh-oh. I am more bottom, so that's not... Oh, okay, so reading more bottom, that indicates that he is more bottom. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's not like, more bottom, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of... If he wrote more bottoms, please, exclamation <laughs> point, that would have been hilarious. Right, that's hilarious. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, there, is no, there is no deficit of bottoms in New York City. I oh, cool, sure. cool. Uh, yeah, so that's, it's just, it's not even worth it. No, I guess, me. sorry, bud. no. Bye-bye. Which is why, again, it is important mm-hmm. to put these things in your profile <laughs> because I don't want to find out on the third date. Look, we didn't we're not going to have good sex. Yeah, and we wasted no time at all. All right. What are we going to call this guy? Um, how about... Alan. Alan. So Great. Alan here. Um, look at where he went to school. Yep. That's not in the States, right? No. No. That's the. That's the... The super religious school. Oh, I don't know what that is. I just figured it That's looked... That's the Falwells. I don't know what that means. Jerry Falwell. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Tell me a little bit. What's a snippet? What does that mean? So Jerry Falwell Jr. recently okay. got in trouble because he was the one who he and his wife were sleeping with the pool boy, but he was the head of the big religious organization that tells you you shouldn't have sex before marriage. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. It's super conservative, right? Wow. Radical right. Where is crazies. this? Now you uh, now I don't know. Oh, that's okay. But is it in the states? Is it in America? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. See, it looks like an English. It's one of word. these like born again, like Christian education, okay. kind of things. Gotcha. So right. gay guy from there. So he's either, I don't know. Right. It could mean a lot of things. Yeah, it could. He's definitely a great body. He's mm-hmm. very cute. Oh, he's very cute. He is very cute. Next picture is him and a dog. We talked. Oh wait, about wait. This. We talked about we got to typify these people. Who would play this guy in a movie? Oh right, right, right. Oh, he's such a cutie. Who could that be? Let's. Oh, whoa. Hot. Very hot, but also kind of airbrushed. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't notice it at first. You can tell with the crease there. Yeah. Uh, oof. Oh, I'm starting to think of actors. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Do you know who that is? God, I don't know any of the people. Did you watch know. Kick-Ass? Or yeah. That sexy, the, the, the main superhero. Guy. Okay. He's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he works in industrial design. He is 36. He has absolutely zero profile right he has only uploaded several attractive pictures which tells me it is extremely likely that this is a robot okay oh okay you'd know better than i would here is where my mind went okay there's zero on the profile but having such a specific university and um like it's it doesn't seem like a random i don't know maybe it would be maybe a computer would just put on like any but i figure if i was making a fake profile i would pick like a school that everybody knows like harvard or yale or whatever yeah. but it's got such a specific school that i personally never heard of but i'm going to swipe yes because he's attractive i'm not going to message because if you here's my rule with if you don't have anything in a dating profile mm-hmm. you have not put in any effort into this sure. so why do you expect me to like yeah. reach out yeah. so because you've not filled out anything and I have nothing to respond to and I know nothing about you. Right. Maybe he has a reason. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he just set it up and didn't get to it. Sure. Who knows? But the onus is on you. Yeah. So I'm going to swipe yes. And if we ever match, mm-hmm. it's on him. There we go. To do it. All right. Next person. Uh, we'll call him Jake. Jake. So Jake gives his Instagram right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lives in Chelsea. What does that mean when it says music? 
I think you can. It, it just says in the profile it'll tell you like the music that he likes. Oh, interesting. Because like, you can like link into Spotify and that kind of stuff. Oh man, Tinder's got um, stuff going on. So okay, who would play him in a movie? Let's look at his photos a moment. Let me see like one or two. Oh, he's got a body. Yeah. Um, those abs are crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm always intimidated when someone has abs like that. I'm like, if you want that for me, right? It's never gonna happen. Um, hmm. He looks like he'd be a contestant on The Bachelor. Yeah, is he kind of does. Is that enough to kind of... Yeah. Like, he's a very pretty guy with... Uh, I don't know if he shaves his chest, but he's like hairless and muscly. Which I don't... I hope he doesn't shave. Yeah, and you can be naturally I, smooth. I, naturally smooth is fine. I, I, I prefer hair. I prefer something. Sure. I've done both, and I've enjoyed all of it. <laughs> so he's very... I mean, he's very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, ba, 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 ba. Looking for people who also live in NYC... Okay. That's a weird, that's just a weird sentence. Unless you live in Chelsea looking for people who also live in New York. Well, unless he was traveling recently and had that in his profile from traveling. May, oh, maybe. Oh, that's right. Nice guys to the front of the line. Must be able to laugh at yourself. Uncle and godfather to my two beautiful nieces. Just downloaded this after a multiple year hiatus, so bear with me if I take longer than normal to respond. Oh. So this person's probably not looking for anything super serious. Um, but he's cute, so. Yeah, there's like some self awareness in that too. That's sweet. All right, we're going to call this guy uh, Derek. Derek. So who would play Derek in a movie? Mm, let's see. Derek is giving me kind of like, do you know? Um, or otherwise typify. Yeah. Um, he looks like an underground indie music artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he is... Uh, da, da, da. Is he in fashion? His clothes are always yeah. His fa- it's the whole like um always wearing it. He's always wearing a different colored uh, New York Yankees hat. Right. So he's got like um, a whole collection of it. Very geometrically structured facial hair. Yeah, it's definitely shaped. it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is somewhat. I, I, he doesn't have a lot of pictures with his hat off. He's because he's bald, but I like bald and beard, so yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Um, that means he might have a pretty penis. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who would play him, though, but that's kind of a vibe, right? I don't know. I can't think of anybody. So what do we know about him? Yeah, let's look at his profile. Bisexual. Oh, cool. Um, I think it looks like he works for a brand. Oh, see. So yeah, like so that a fashion house or something. Does not live here. Oh, wow. So he he's visiting. visiting. Uh, he's from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. My, first, my passion and first love would be drawing and painting. Visit my website. Music is my release. Food. food is another. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I think I understand what that means. Right. Yeah. I crave and yearn someone who knows exactly what authenticity is—a rarity. I love when someone is able to pick my brain. If that's you, swipe right. I'm not physically attracted to this person. Um, and mm-hmm. honestly, the Instagram's a little weird. Yeah, it's funny. Not Instagram. The the the. the it's a little weird. There's, I'm getting a weird vibe. Yeah, I mean, I get, like, the appetite to be, like, with introspective people and stuff, and it looks like that's what he's looking for. Or, but like, that it felt aggressive. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm looking for someone who knows what authenticity is. Right. With a, And it has an emoji. Like, it's kind of, like... Not you, like you fuckers. Yeah, like, he obviously knows. You basic bitches. He probably... I don't know. That's mm. a good point. I understand that vibe. So, nope. We swipe no. So, this is Mark. Ooh. Mark is very good looking. Mark's very good looking. I love his first line. Oh, occasional good boy. That's hot. And then has a bunch of. Oh, he's a. He's got a dog. <gasps> oh, what? Do you know him? 
Okay, no, 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 no. But but here here's what I'm reading. Yes. Okay. I mean, he looks like a scruffy sex pig. Yeah. Do right? we have a Do you have a person in mind that you can tell people that he looks like? Um, um, or a vibe. He's so hot. He's really cute. Um, he looks. Oh shit! Who does he look like? He kind of reminds me of uh, what's the guy in the Mindy Project? That's really funny. Is that Adam Pally? Maybe. <laughs> I think it might be. But like super fit. Yeah. I see that. Mm-hmm. Adam Pally. Yeah. But super fit. Yeah. Um, um, he's a physician. Occasional good boy. Ah, that's a good line. Pop and then a fist. Like a uh, like a Black Lives Matter is what I think it's going for. Maybe. Because it's 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 a white man and the he has like a the a fist that's pigmented or uh, right. melanated and so open to going with the flow moving to Brooklyn in June. This guy is just looking to fuck totally, and I will. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's like he kind of got the point across. I think I know this person. Do you? He looks familiar. We'll call him Nate. Nate. He's a COO. Super pretty. Super um, pretty bottom. So already. Oh no! Sorry, canceled. Preference for guys taller than me. He's 5'9". So that's an inch. Really tall guys. Uh, Please only... Is that... I mean, tall. I think tall is like... Please only message me if you're empathetic, kind, mature, and emotionally available looking for more than a hookup. Again, it's aggressive. It's like this... Well... Oof. Yeah, he has a hot body. Mm -hmm. Um, But here's the thing, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I've seen this person out and about. Oh, wow. He looks very familiar. Yeah. He's like... He's like a, he's a hunk. He's a super, super muscle. But like all his pictures, Nick most Jonas. of his pictures, yes. Most of his pictures are shirtless or thoughty pictures. So it's like, yeah. listen, I'm not someone who's saying you have to be a prude to date by any means. But like, you need to understand the reason, because this feels super aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. again, only message me if you're empathetic, kind, mature, and emotionally available. Like, I'm looking for more than a hookup. Like, like yeah. I, stop with all the, stop all you fuckboys from messaging me. And right. it's like, well, then maybe don't present your entire persona as a fuckboy. Oh. It reminds me, though, how we were talking about how, like, pretty, we, I don't. That, too. Yeah. But it's also, like. defenses sometimes. Which like, is, if that's not what you want. Right. This is not the profile to post. I don't think so. This, everything about this guy's selection of pictures says, I am just here to hook up. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know. I can also understand someone not realizing that, like not having kind of the wherewithal of like, oh, my photo choice. But I bet I can imagine him just being like, oh, but these are earnestly pictures where I'm well lit and this is what I look like and I just want to showcase. But they're very like sexy and cool, you know? So I don't know. It does. It sells like an idea. Two bottoms don't make a top. No. Bye bye. Um, this will call, we'll sort of, uh, Mike. Mike. And I already have a person in mind of who oh, he who looks is it? like. Um, this is, it's a reach. I don't know if it's, uh, relatable. There was a guy named Dom on American, uh, America's Next Top Model a couple of years ago who has like. I don't know any of your references. I know. That's pretty specific, but tattoos and like, um. Tattoos, I'm assuming Hispanic? I think so. And like a, uh, like a fade. Fade. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Manicured beard. Lives in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Not even Only around. put his Instagram. And music. What is that? My anthem is uh, Hoopty by CJ. I don't know what that is. Nope. All right. Um, again, just because I'm... I will say one thing that is attractive to me it is wearing scrubs in um, a profile picture. And it looks it says like he's he is... a healthcare coordinator. Yeah, that's hot. But... Yeah. He has two pictures of him sitting on his bed and one picture of him sitting in his kitchen. All mirror selfies. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't get the sense this person is serious about a relationship and he, because there's nothing here right. and he lives in Philadelphia. So yeah. that's not going to do it for me. Just playing around. It's cool. cute. All right. So, um, Gary, Gary, here. that's what I was thinking too. I had the same <laughs> name in mind, the same, you know, misnomer, uh, speak does not, or his first language is not English. Oh, yep. You're right. Um, so he's probably on vacation visiting. And so I just always say no to that because... There's, what there's, are you going to do? What are you going to do? He could be his American lay. All right. Well, he just says... He just puts the first letter of, I assume, his first name. So I feel comfortable just doing that. Yeah, because there's a bunch of those out there, I'm sure. So J is bottom. So already no. See? Oh, See? Man. It's just constant. It's just constant. That's what this is like. Constant. It's just being on these apps, being like, no, everything's... He's so... You oh, know he's what? Hot. He's, he's hot. hot. And it just... If, it, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, how do I say this with a way that I don't want to turn the conversation, but it's frustrating to see for me to yeah. just see this like parade of like better looking guys that are all bottoms. And uh, it's like, oh, well, who's going to date me if all these guys are out there? Oh man, that's the story that comes to mind. Of yep. course, there's like tons of other people, but I hear like that voice is also, this isn't, sorry to derail, but he has like these gifts for photos and that seems like a choice to me. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, I, like there's a bunch of like, you know, turn in my head in a cute little way. For why? <laughs> well, it just, and the person who does that yeah. just feels a little self-involved. Like, look at me. Look you know what me. I think about look it too? Is I wonder how many like outtakes there were. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, that's what can be said for any of the pictures that I take. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that too, but whenever you, there's like a production going on. Yeah, but the whole thing is like, let me show a pic, let me show a gif of me like turning and winking the camera. Like, yeah. It was a bit of like. Yeah. What? Sorry, I made a face. My face is like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's. So. I feel you. I feel you. Although, I don't know. It's just like a random judgment. Ooh. Um, um, Artie? Artie. There we go. It's hot. Artie's very hot. Tattoos. Okay, who'd play him? Oh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's so sick. Yeah, yeah, I swear to God. If you are about I'm getting. Him, I'm going to throw my phone across. I'm the getting room. young Oscar Isaac. Yes. Young Oscar Isaac. Yes. I mean, he actually Oscar even Isaac looks like a guy, I, a Venezuelan guy I dated briefly. Mm. Uh, again, with the... Nothing on his profile Nothing on the profile. Except his Instagram. not English. Yeah. But he's just hot. So Super he hot. He's got to like... Ooh, this boy's cute. All right. Um, this will be our last one. Last this one. guy... You know who he looks like? Yeah, who? Well, in this picture, he looks like the guy who played Lee in season two of History, the Instagram influencer. Yes. Yes. What was his name? Aramis. Aramis. That's yeah. who he looks like. But looks who like would Aramis. users? You guys know. Well, I hope if you do, that's who awesome. Would users? Aramis who is would cool subscribers um, say plays him in a movie? Um, God, he reminds me of like those new teenage, like the high, like the high schoolers who have incredibly interesting lives, like a euphoria kind of moment or something. Right. I don't know. He just... He's 30, but he looks younger than that, I think. So he also has barely any profile, but it says a lot. Oh. Well, well, here we go again. Yo. This is someone off a breakup. 30, crypto yeah. startup, 5'11", yeah. and he's cute. Yep. I'm interested in seeing what this also, is Also, well, 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 here we go again. I love a story in one sentence. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. He's going to be bitter and not ready for a relationship, but, but that's hey, fine. Let's so before we, 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 before we... He's cute. I'm going to swipe him later. But before we sign off, um, um, let's see if who liked me. Okay, sure. Um, and just filter through these. So I'm automatically, I'm just going to get rid of the people that upon first picture, I just know I'm not physically attracted yeah. to. Choices. So that's Bink, 
You're not attracted to that guy? That's being... That guy was hot. Nope. Wow. And no. No to all of those guys. These two. These two, that's also a no because of the hair. Okay. So, so narrowed it down guy. to one. Let's see what he's about. <laughs> oh, yes. I certainly have a type. Yeah. He's uh, Jason Statham, <laughs> uh, but meteor. Yeah. Oh, my God. This guy is my perfect He's type. real cute. He's very cute. He's like a bald and beard and muscly. Ooh, in a suit in one in picture. A suit. In a gym in other pictures. This is like the Beast and Wolverine had a baby in the porno I want to watch. Uh, um, yeah, no, he's hot. Uh, his name is uh, Brandon. Brandon. His uh, fake name. Fully vaccinated. Lifting food, friends, family, my dogs, hiking, camping, wine, travel. Looking <laughs> to expand my social circle. Oh, new friends. Is he new to New York? Did say that? Yeah, uh, he lives in uh, Connecticut. Oh, okay. But nearby. Maybe he just moved or something. New friends. Maybe find a serious lifting partner. Connections are good. Mm -hmm. While it's not a major focus right now, meeting another kind, caring, and dedicated man to build a life together is definitely in the cards. Whoa. He's shorty, but I like it. Yeah. I like your shorty. Oh my god, Ooh, his, his dog. dog. That's a cute dog. He looks like Maxie. He kind of does. That's a pretty dog. All right, this guy, yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, he's got personality in his photos too. And oh, here, there's his other dog. Also cute. Uh huh. Looks like a pillow. Um, and let me tell you, mm -hmm. I don't have a thing for height sure. in either direction, really. Yeah. I mean, outside like extremes. Um, a sh. But when if you're shorter than me. Being a bit of a tank, like yeah. a, a muscle guy, that really does. That's it. hot. That I agree. Really does. It. I wonder why. That's like there's probably some impressionable sexual person that like, or Wolverine it's a matter maybe? of like because height. In our just no matter what their body type is, mm -hmm. for some reason for me height, um um um, gives a sense of like authority or dominance. Okay. And so, like, if you're shorter than me, yeah. making up for it by being really, like, muscular and stacked. It's, like, got some juxtaposition going on. Right. There's, like, some, I don't know. There was this guy. He was married, but he was a regular hookup of mine before the pandemic. And then he moved away. Mm -hmm. and his husband moved away. But he and I hooked up all the time. And he looked like this guy. Ugh. And he had the biggest cock I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh. And he was very sexual and very fun. And we connected. Like, he was one where it was like, and I still, like, connect with him on Instagram. And, and uh, <laughs> if he were single, I would have tried to have locked him. Because oh, we, had, yeah. we liked each other. And I think he felt the connection, too. And we always kind of kept an arm's distance because yep. he was married and we had to, like, make sure. Yeah, I know but that. But there was certainly a connection wow. between the two of us. Very cool. So maybe I found my new version of him right here. Hey, hey. Alrighty. Well, that's enough swiping for today. I think we've made up for our lack of swiping uh, over the last several weeks. That was a good round. And we will be back with a very special guest. Ooh. So I told you that Satisfyer sent me a whole bunch of new goodies. Uh, one of them is the uh, aptly titled Plugalicious. It is a plug vibrator. And... Uh, I have used it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, what can I say about it? Uh, let's see. Plugalicious. The vibes are vicious. It went up in my hole <laughs> and was granting all my wishes. It didn't blow kisses, um, but made me want some cock cock. <laughs> Now, I endorse it on the pod, 
with an oh yes god, Plugalicious. <laughs> My talents are wasted in corporate law. So um, if you enjoyed that little... Um, I'm losing my mind. Uh, you can enjoy... See? Well, that's what it did to me. The vibes have just... It, they're so good that they've, like, mushed my brain. And now I am doing Fergie parodies. So you can get yourself a Plugalicious at Satisfyer.com. www.satisfyer.com. And if you use discount code DAT30, standing for Dying Alone Together, 30, at checkout, you'll get 30% off. And that's a great deal. So... Go grab a Plugalicious and send me your uh, your own parodies of dated songs that remind everyone how old I am. Welcome back, everybody. Today for our guest segment, we have someone who wrote into us with a particular dating story, which gave us the idea for a game that we are going to call Virtue Signal, and we'll be playing it with the Boston-born, Brooklyn-based, on-camera and live event host, and the creator and host of Best Bars in Brooklyn, Dina Massery. Welcome, Dina. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Dina, how do you know JJ? Uh, JJ and I uh, worked together at a lovely little wine restaurant, actually in my neighborhood here in Prospect Heights. And I was the manager and he was one of my servers mm-hmm. and he's fabulous. So we've just stayed friends and um, yeah, we get drinks every now and then. And I've been yeah. to a couple of the shows he's been in and all that kind of stuff. So we've stayed in touch over the years. Totally. It was like a cute little small spot. So there's like a max of like, you know, like eight, not even eight people clocked in at a time really for like the front of house. And so it was like... Pretty tight knit. Everyone got along really well, and Dina is the coolest. Aww, so Dina, I think you're the coolest, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> For the purposes of this game, Virtue Signal is about you know on the we talk a lot about the apps and about uh, deal breakers and red flags and things we look for and all sorts of different topics. And one of the things that I think has become, at least in my experience, far and far more prevalent of something that comes up pretty early and that people even disclose in their profiles. Uh, are there political affiliations, um, hashtags that that affiliate them with particular social movements? Um, I mean, certainly within the last year, Black Lives Matter shows up on – even dating apps have seized it to, to, like, you can put a special badge mm-hmm. or a special tag. And I think it's becoming more and more just important for people to discuss right away when they're dating someone. Dina, what is your relationship with um, – um, like how how do you how do you get into like a potential dates um, uh, or a potential relationship with respect to their political or social activism? Like, what's your stance? How do you navigate that? Yeah, um, I mean, I think a lot of times that can be tricky because if somebody doesn't have that in their profile, you you sort of are like. Well, I like you. So, I mean, you, you shouldn't, you, I, I would assume you're not a terrible person, but you never know. People are good at right. hiding that. Um, I'm a very uh, uh, honest person 99.9% of the time. And I pretty much wear my heart on my sleeve quite frequently. So it's usually going to come up pretty quick on my end, just mm-hmm. in terms of something more, even more innocuous. I think it's easy. It's, it's um, if, if you're actively trying to learn that about somebody, I think it's the way I have always gone about it has been like, I don't know, maybe like bringing up a specific topic and being like, oh yeah, you know, like it was so amazing. Um, For instance, like JJ and I, we protested together last summer. So I would say Mm -hmm. something like, oh yeah, you know, if, 
if something about this summer comes up, I could be like, yeah, you know, and last summer was so great with all the protesting and it was so beautiful and like what a great movement to be a part of. And just things like that. I was kind of usually how I was navigating things. If somebody hadn't put it up front, right. And uh, up front and center when they um, were on their profile, whether it's black lives matter or uh, free Palestine or whatever is, um, or the me too movements, you know, all these big, big things that have been sort of happening uh, culturally over the last year or so. Um, But I think it is important to figure those things out because for me, as somebody who is very honest, um, who is also uh, of mixed backgrounds, like I'm not wasting my time on somebody that isn't down. Right. Right. I don't have time for you. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have time. If I'm going on a date with you, you're in your thirties or your early forties. And if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm not about to be the one to be like, let me handhold you through (laughs) the very basics of humanity. Like, no, no. Right. And, uh, the kind of like the amount of activity and the participation that I have with current events and taking a stance and stuff, I'm, I'm sure that evolves with like adulthood, but I also think the zeitgeist, I think it's just become more prevalent for everyone to kind of like stay on on it. Like just having the news app and having Twitter and things like that. I don't know. It makes there's probably still people that are good at avoid, avoiding, you know, right. um, the but hot topics and stuff. Ignorance. Right. Yes. And there's that's, people that's who, willful ignorance. If you yeah. are choosing to not know what is going on in the world when we have access to everything at it, the tip of our fingers exactly it's because you are willfully ignorant and you don't want to know right 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 it's almost it's harder to be uninformed which you know if someone's got a threshold then you know they have to whatever it is i don't i won't judge a person for breaks i mean you have to take care of your own mental health like absolutely there's only so much you can intake but there's a difference between choosing to take a step back and be like okay let's can't pour from an empty cup all those you know Mm -hmm. sayings you know all the cliches and all that and sometimes you really do you got to just like take a breath and be like and maybe you're not 100 percent up to speed on every little nuance or detail but a general sense a general sense that there is something happening, whatever that thing is, I think is important. If you're completely out of touch with reality, I'm not going to be your touchstone, man. No, right? For me, you know, I, I try to lay certain, like, there's certain bounds. I try to put put things within bounds because I, I, am, I am okay to date someone who has different views from me in certain respects when it's yeah. like, do we agree on the problem, but do we differ on what we think the best solution is? As long as right. our, our that's fair. That's fair for me. But like I've been very open that I just I will not date a Republican because of the way <laughs> the Republican Party is today. Like you you cannot justify for me. It's just you no. That's just a no. So I was on a date with this guy. It was like a first date, and we were like chatting and like blah blah blah. And I was like so, and he was like, oh yeah, you know, I was talking about his family, and I was like, oh that's nice. You know, where do they live? And he said Staten Island. I go. <laughs> What are they Republicans? And he just looked at me and I was like, oh no. Yeah. No, I'm like a grave error. No, no. No, no. And I think that's fine. And like I like I won't hold anyone's uh uh relatives or parents like like yeah to them. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. That's (laughs) funny. Like such a look, and I was like, Oh my god. I'll take wildly uncomfortable for a thousand, please, Alex. So speaking of wildly uncomfortable, we're now gonna put you in three wildly uncomfortable dating scenarios where you're gonna have to tell us, based on the virtues that this gentleman is signaling, whether or not you would continue seeing the person. Mm -hmm. So JJ, why don't you take us through our first scenario? All right. 
So Dina, let's say this is date number five. You've had a really good time with this person so far. You've, you've had laughs, you've uh, had endearing moments, you've gotten to know each other, and there's a lot of chemistry as far as like earnest, heartfelt things go on as well. He uh, agrees that, oh, knowing that you are the host of Best Bars in Brooklyn, I'd love for you to take me on a tour and get me uh, you know, drunk at one of these fun places. Cute. He lets you know, though, there is a caveat. He can only have two drinks because if he blacks out, there's potential that he will be abducted by aliens again. again. Oh my God, that took such a sharp left turn. <laughs> yeah. he, de- he definitely enjoys beverages. He right. enjoys bars. He enjoys the social that life. But, such a left turn. But the blackout that he experienced the last time, which mm-hmm. led to his abduction and mm-hmm. probing, um, which also puts any future anal play off the table, um, uh, has... Has uh, has traumatized him so much that he's just very careful about his drinking. And he's entirely earnest to let you know that getting blackout makes you most susceptible and most vulnerable. That's to when something. they see you. That's when they see you, and they know that they can take advantage. And it's something that he takes very, very seriously, and he appreciates you considering this. So, Dina, are you taking him out to that bar? I'm putting the bar conversation on the back burner because <laughs> there are more important fish to fry in this conversation. <laughs> The bars can come second. My first question is, so sweetheart, tell me about the first time this happened to you Mm. and attempt to gauge his level of uh, understanding of reality Mm -hmm. because that is um, some, those are some red flags (laughs) to say the least because it's like, okay, I have many questions. First and foremost, huh? Huh? Yes. So he lets you know the. F- so he'll, he'll yes. The, it warrants some um, explanation. He maybe three years ago got drunk at a bar to the point of blackout and woke up in a field without his clothing, twenty miles from where he lived. He there in the field, there was an imprint that he was in the center of where sort of the the tall grass or the the crops had sort of flattened, Mm -hmm. which obviously signaled to him that what had happened was that is where the ship had sort of landed to deposit him. Mm -hmm. Also, his anus was on fire. And that I'm hearing he went and got laid in a field, but okay. (laughs) Mm, But that's all the evidence he needs. He's like, that's not in my character. That why would I end up in a field? That's so bizarre. It's not me. I, it was it was sincerely it was aliens, Dina. I can't impress on you enough. It really was. So mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking maybe he might need to talk to somebody <laughs> that is more qualified than my uh. dumbass <laughs> to be like, oh, maybe you need some therapy, honey. But also, oh. like, he needs to take a big old look at the fact that, like, at whatever age you are, you're still blacking out. Like, maybe that's really the issue here. Like, maybe you're projecting a whole bunch of issues on the fact that you are a secret alcoholic and don't want to take ownership of that. Maybe that's the bigger mm. problem here. Mm. So if you're automatically talking about how how easy it is for you to black out and how often this has happened, that almost is a bigger red flag to me than being like, I was affected by aliens. It's like, no, bro, you got drunk and fucked somebody in the back in a field somewhere. And like, we all have crazy shit. And like, that's probably what happened. There we go. And then maybe he's showing some merit in being proactive about it. Now he's avidly avoiding the, you know, alien in the room. Uh, True. (laughs) But that's really letting go of a sense of reality that (laughs) needed. 
to exist mm. in society. So right. I would still go ahead and suggest that he go and seek a therapist. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So, so we 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 leave um, Steve here on the on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and um, so a few months later, you're now dating Ted, and Ted is is very dashing, very very handsome, very romantic. He's he's very forward with his expressions of romance, which you find charming, if not a little, you know, you'd like to give him a little shit about it. And he actually receives it well and dishes it back. And it, it kind of becomes your thing. It becomes this little joke of him being so, you know, worldly and romantic and, and, and you're just sort of like, you know, okay, Casanova and you giggle about it and he gives a joke and, and, and you're really bonding over this. So by the, the third or fourth date, um, uh, he's talking a lot about how, what he really enjoys, uh, doing is, is travel. And he just loves traveling the world and seeing new places. And and there are certain places that he's kind of reserved going to because he finds them very romantic. And he would like to go with a significant other. And in a moment of of being bold and, and forward, says, you know, well, I you know some of those places I, I would really like to go with with you. And you decide that you're going to respond to it with a little bit of sarcasm because it's not really your style. But you say, oh, yeah, you, you can take me all around the world. Jack, it's like and you've been says, on a date with me before. I've sensed your personality very early. <laughs> uh, and then he says, he importantly, he says, well, well, not not around. And you're like, well, I, I mean, I was just kidding. He was like, no, 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 not. I mean, I'll, we can go anywhere, but like not around because the earth is flat the earth is flat (laughs) so not 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 around just over 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 the flat flat just snort laugh in his face and be like (laughs) are you fucking kidding me right now like are you for real you're flat earther, but you're traveling. Like, have you been in a fucking plane? No, we've just traveled the the, the continental U.S. Like, no, 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 no. You can't base your personality on travel and then sit there in the same fucking breath and tell me that it's a flat earth. Like, where does the horizon go, buddy? Like, no, mm. Mm, no, that's a full and complete laugh. And also reel it in, buddy. It's date three. Let's talk about going to a different borough before we talk about going to a different country. Oh, my like, God. Let's go to the Bronx Zoo first. That's a mm-hmm. fucking trip. That's like an hour and a half on the train. That is a trip. That is I a trip. Mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I, not it's... getting on a fucking plane with you, pal. Wow. This was like the, that's a hard no. That was such a succinct decision. Yeah. And, you, and, you know, I'm... I am totally with Dina on this because I was just I was just dating this guy who who within the second date would like made some off like remark about like, you know, I could spend, you know, about how he spends his money or something. He was like, well, I could spend my money doing this, but I'd much rather spend it, you know, like taking you on vacation with me. And I'm like, what's my middle name? <laughs> like, if you cannot oh, answer yeah. that, like, why this conversation you, is wow. do I wear to sleep at night? When's my birthday? You don't know shit about me. You don't right. talk about putting me on a plane. I hate those right. people. And I hate is, those people. This is incriminating of me a little bit, but I, to play, uh, I don't know, if I were ever in that situation, can I tell you what I honestly think I would do is I would hop in the back of that minivan uh, and head on, towards no, the sunset. No, 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 no. I, I would, uh, I'd, it, it would spark so much curiosity in me. I would, uh, I'd have to, not even like curiosity with, with the intent of continuing a relationship, but curiosity, what the fuck? And so I feel like I would play along just to kind just of dig. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll help you uh, pick the photo that we can show on the evening news when you go missing. So, um, Honest to God. So the final, the final circumstance. Mm. 
All right. So we talked a little bit about, I mean, I mentioned my, my, my particular view on, on politics. And so in, in dating now, you have found, it, it, this, for purely this hypothetical, you have found that it's important to you to know how you're, the person you're uh, dating um, voted in the, the 2020 election. Wildly, um, important. wildly important. So, wildly so important. you're you're on a you know it's it's not not a first date thing, maybe not even a second date thing, but you've hung out enough. You've had several dates. You've uh, he's come to your place. You've come to his place. Um, you things are going pretty well, and uh, maybe you're watching television and some like. Um, uh, presidential address comes on. So you're watching it and maybe Biden's talking about new CDC recommenda- uh, recommendations or is is talking about the new infrastructure Something with a full plan. sentence in three-syllable words? Amazing. Right. I'm already here for it. Right, <laughs> right. So it's, it's and, and in no point is he calling Rosie O'Donnell fat. Right. So... So he's uh, he's 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 doing this, and and uh, this this gentleman that you're with, uh, he uh, it comes to the end, or it comes to a to a break. Uh, you, you you mute the TV, and uh, he leans over and he goes, you know, I have to say I, w- I was concerned about it, but I st- I guess I'm I'm still happy I voted for Biden, and you're immediately relieved because it just quickly answers a, a lingering unanswered question. However, you note. That he was hesitant, and you 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 want to press that a little bit, and you were like, well, "Why you, you say?" I mean, for me, it was an, an, an easy and obvious choice. Why why was it a hard choice for you? You're thinking, well, you know, the primary, maybe he was a big Bernie guy, or I was know, just about maybe, to say, like, oh, well, maybe he just wanted like Elizabeth Warren or right. or Bernie right. or whatever, yeah. But there were only two choices, so it was one or the other. Right. And so, um, uh, you you press that a little bit, and he says, "Well, you know, listen, I wasn't I wasn't happy." With Trump, uh, I didn't want another, you know, few years of Trump, but I didn't know if I could vote for a cannibal lizard. Because you know, yeah. you know, I mean, I follow these Twitter accounts, and you know that he, Hillary, and Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. run, um, they're actually space lizards in yeah. human skin, and the way that they are able to keep up their their appearance is by eating uh, children, mm. uh, and that's actually how how Hillary stays young. Right. I think but- I would start laughing again. Like I don't know how to address these crazy, like full crazy theories, like full fucking crazy theories. Like just literally make me laugh because I'm like, are you really that stupid? Like, is that really where your brain goes to that they're eating babies? And he's like, what was it like a pizza parlor in New York? Right? They were like eating babies in the basement or some shit like that. Well, and and let's let's remember that even though we talking and about this, it seems absolutely insane. I believe the recent poll was half of the Republican Party believes in QAnon. Half. Oh, yeah. So they're out there. There's people that believe this. They're 100% out there, which is terrifying. It's, you know. Right. So, so. That's why I think, well, for me, having kind of a, I don't know, I feel like there's like an agenda to kind of. I want to dig in that and figure out what's going on with people all the time. I'm super curious, of course. It's it's whoever in the 90s was all about the National Enquirer and Bat Boy and that shit. Like, whatever whatever they got out of that, that's where this is, I think. I guess my is. first question would just be, like, why do you even think that? Like, what has brought you to this point that you think that? And if your answer is Twitter, then is that mm-hmm. how you make all of your life choices? Like, then I think you need to, like, reassess how you make every decision in your entire life. Because if you are making political decisions based on some crazy theory off of Twitter that has literally no backing, you're probably not making the smartest choices across the board for your entire life. 
Well, so naturally, naturally this person, at you saying that, has become extremely and immediately red in the face. They immediately start talking about having done the research and that you need to go out there and do the research yourself. And then he says, look, you know, you take your advice from AOC on Twitter and that's another lizard. Do it. It's another highly educated lizard who just wants uh, universal health care and to help their actual constituents not put money in their pocket. Oh, I'm sorry. You heard you heard loser. I said lizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's another lizard. And yeah, I don't know. I think I'd honestly just laugh and just be like, all right, dude. Well, mm-hmm. you and your lizard family can have a fabulous time. And there's the door and you just have yourself a lovely evening, well, especially fortunate- if they're in my house. But fortunately for you, Dina, you don't have to worry about these losers slash lizards on any of these dates. And um, I think that brings us to the end of our game today. Would you like to tell the people where they can find your your shows and your content? Yeah, absolutely. Best Bars in Brooklyn is um, easily searchable on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. Uh, We've got four episodes out currently, and we're hoping to get another one out soon. So we've got one COVID edition and uh, three other episodes that you can check out as well. Awesome. We'll put the uh, information in the show notes, and we'll be right back after this break with uh, either leaving you with some love and light or picking a fight. Hey, Jack. Let's pick a fight or love and light. Oh, we, we switched it up. We switched the order. Um, I am going to give some love and light to the gentleman uh, at the Leatherman. Leatherman, Leatherman, Leatherman. Yes. It is a leather shop in the West Village that I just went to. So I am going to be in uh, Provincetown this summer for one of the theme weeks. And I wanted to make sure I had a new gear for certain things uh which i've never felt like it's only been within the last year that i've ever even felt comfortable wearing that kind of stuff in public um so i'm really trying like my there are a lot of things about post-pandemic life i'm trying to like actively pursue and one of it is just being more um comfortably openly sexual in 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 um where it's where it's warranted. Where it's warranted. Where where we where the where the crowd that has assembled has agreed that this is the stakes of the, of the yeah. I'm not just gonna like walk into the grocery store, <laughs> but like you know, but um you know yeah. good things like like I was only just starting to like wear a harness at the Eagle or go to jockstrap nights or like that kind of stuff. I would never do that kind of stuff in the past because I felt very self conscious about my body and um now I don't. So mm-hmm. I I went to I went there and it's just a really fun experience to like go and like you know be fitted for you know sex gear yeah basically fetish gear uh and they were all it was very i always worry about those situations because sometimes you can get someone who's just like like the reason they have the job is to be a creeper Mm. and it's just like ah like honestly honestly earlier that day i went to a swimsuit shop which i won't mention as well part of the Put the person on blast. That person made me feel way more uncomfortable than the person who was making, who was fitting me for a leather harness. They were like, they were too. Um, they were creepy. They were handsy and forwardy and okay. wanted to put their hands Same places and stuff touchy about butts and, and fronts and stuff. Right, and my hands in my pocket and like, well, let me just make sure the pockets. It's like, dude, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. Like, it just felt like, oh, you do this so that you can do this, <sighs> you know. Where Leatherman fetish shop. Yeah, these guys are super professional, and super nice, and super like you know just helpful. helpful and like, hey, you know, you should this should fit like this around here. Like, if you want to go into the dressing room and like make sure that that fits and this and that. And it was just very like I I felt totally comfortable with them and didn't feel like preyed upon or or whatever in a way that I did at like a 
a regular like clothing store. Yeah. So love and light to the people at the Leatherman. Uh, go and uh, frequent. They are not sponsoring this, but go frequent their shop. Uh, they had a lot of cool stuff. Also, just to um, kind of highlight the wholesomeness of that, mm. I uh, this is a quick story. I um, have a bag that I like to carry with all my stuff oh, in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, my late grandmother's bag. After she passed away, I inherited it. And um, it's got pretty leather straps. And unfortunately, they broke. And I was asking friends about, like, do you go to a shoe, like, do you have a shoe shop or bag repair store that you go to? Mm-hmm. Um, and my buddy was just like, why don't you just take it to the Eagle in New York? And Well, we're in New York. Why don't you just take it to the Eagle? And that never occurred to me. And it's not like a service that they advertised. So I just kind of like texted or like emailed the number, I think. I'm not talking right. I emailed the email. <laughs> And uh, sent pictures, and um, they were super down. And now I have a bag of my late grandmother's that was uh, refurbished by uh, the leather shop in the Eagle, which is my favorite little uh, accessory now. That's great. Though that reminds me, um, uh, my grandfather died a few years ago, and um, he he I've inherited um, his sounding rods, so I should, <laughs> I should get those polished. <laughs> are you are you loving light or picking a fight? Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, now I'm gonna pick a fight. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, I'm gonna pick a fight with like kind of. Uh, it's similar to one, a thing that I've heard you talk about. Uh, technology of transportation, specifically like new cars. I don't drive. I'm in New York. I don't need to drive. But uh, I recently took a trip upstate, and um, I didn't even rent the car. I was just driving, and it was a brand new shiny car with a bunch of buttons. Kind of confusing. This feature is enough for me to complain about. Mm. It was the fact that it's got like these cameras all around that kind of detect where the um, where the the painted lines are and can tell what lane you're in and all this stuff. It auto corrects with the steering wheel a little bit, and that was fucking terrifying. Oh, where it kind of like pulls. Yes, it pulls. Oh. It jerks really quickly because it thinks that you're veering off, like you're you're you know getting you're hugging the uh, the line of the lane and everything, and it corrects for you. But sometimes I was changing lane without without putting on a blinker because I was you know uh, where it was safe to do that. I'm, I'm I'm an avid blinker user, so it's only like you know whenever I thought it was warranted. But it would correct while I'm trying to change lanes or while I'm trying to turn and going slow enough that like I know I'm hugging the the edge a little bit. But that. that uh, is that, I don't know, that it blew my mind. It's It feels like dangerous, and I don't know. That was I just want to pick a fight with that, because what the hell? That's funny. I'm just imagining you, like, I'm just imagining you driving and just, like, veering everywhere in that poor car being like, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting through this a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's also the fact that I was driving other people, and I always feel, like, intense about coming off as a good driver i always oh, want yeah. that and so like whenever something is a little bit in the way i was like bitching about it the whole time like this stupid car da, 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 da. well hopefully if you were listening to this podcast on on a drive mm-hmm. uh, uh to work or on vacation you have enjoyed our little conversation today if you would like to hear more from dying alone together make sure you subscribe to the feed wherever you're listening to this and drop us a five-star rating uh and a review it helps us reach more people if you'd like to be featured on dying alone together or you have a story you want us to talk about or question or feedback uh slip it in a dm uh to the at dying alone podcast on instagram you can also follow me at at jack tracy official and me at jj bozeman dying alone together is brought to you by necessary outlet you can find more from necessary outlet at necessaryoutlet.com or the necessary outlet youtube page don't forget to like and subscribe Mwah.